0: This UPMC Pinnacle podcast on COVID-19 recorded on April 10th, 2020. The stress and anxiety of the coronavirus pandemic is affecting us all. So Dr. Melissa Brown from UPMC Pinnacle Psychological Associates is here with us today to talk about how to manage stress and anxiety during the uncertainty of COVID-19. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC Pinnacle. I'm Bill Klaproff. Dr. Brown, thank you so much for your time. So first off, how is COVID-19 affecting the community's emotional health?
1: Well, I'm seeing a few different responses from people. You know, the number one, of course, is anxiety because there's so many unknown factors. And frankly, as a world, we've not ever had to deal with anything such as stay at home, you know, we're, we are not used to that. So people are very anxious about what does this mean? And they're anxious about the illness itself. And of course, worried about loved ones. Are they going to get it? Or is anybody in their family going to die? Of course, those are the the top anxieties that I've been hearing about, you know, another experience people are having is depression. And as we're, you know, more isolated from our family and not able to engage in the different activities that we're normally are typically, you know, doing and our typical routines are certainly disrupted and schools are canceled and activities are canceled. It really um, can certainly help, uh, you know, contribute to that depression. And and the other piece that I'm hearing about from a lot of people is, is also anger. As a psychologist, that's not surprising to hear about because, you know, people are angry. They're You know, maybe weddings are being postponed or, you know, milestone events like uh, graduations or proms or, you know, even scholarship opportunities for our seniors that are going off to higher education. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm also hearing uh, just people are frustrated with the mixed messages that they're receiving from the media or the federal or state or local communities. And that's really just uh, what the big three, if you will, that I've been hearing about from people.
0: And it's okay for all of us to have these feelings of anxiety, depression, anger, frustration. Considering what's happening, these feelings are normal. Is that right?
1: That is very true. This is certainly unprecedented. You know, anxiety is a natural bodily response to a to a situation where we have to act quickly and respond quickly when it becomes a problem is when it's it's long term and it's constant. So, right now we do have to act very quickly and, and ensuring the safety of everybody. Hence why the our governments have acted so what some people feel so strongly that they were jumping the gun about putting stay-at-home orders in place. And again, that's just, you know, it's so unknown to us that we we just don't have a file folder in our brain, if you will, on how to manage this. Right. Uh, we know how to start our cars. We know how to get our coffee. We know how to do all those things. We don't know how to deal with a, a national or global pandemic just because it's not been something that's we've had to ever deal with
0: right really good point so it's okay to feel anxious or to feel angry because you lost your job or a big event has been canceled or depression because you're not able to be around your friends or loved ones so then what are some tips for helping the community to manage stress and anxiety during this time
1: So I tell people to go back to their roots. You know, the biggest thing, you know, number one is stick with what you already know. And that's a routine. So get up every day, get a shower, get out of the pajamas. I know it's tempting. They're comfortable to stay in them all day. But if we can help our brain recognize that, hey, we have a purpose. There's there's something we're doing today, whether that's going from your bedroom to your computer in your home, uh, that's your commute for right now, that's fine. And that helps the brain kind of switch over. So that's one way that you can feel in control of something. Of course, eating and sleeping on regular rotations, if you will. And because it's, again, that's something people get out of. Schedules get kind of wonky, if you will, and and out of sorts. So if you can get on that regular sleeping schedule and eating schedule again, that will help, again, nourish your brain in, in different ways. And the other thing I'm just encouraging people to do is connect with others. And don't, you know, try not to isolate and whether you connect through various social media apps or, you know, other electronic methods, or even with good old fashioned snail mail, that's something to do, you know, write a letter, which most of us probably haven't done in a long time. So exercise, of course, yeah, getting outside and exercising. And again, there's mixed message. Can we go outside? You know, again, psyching and anxiety, of course, following the recommendations, of the CDC and other, you know, Department of Health and other organizations is important to do. And I, you know, the other thing I just say, limit your exposure to the two things that are creating the anxiety for you. So finding a time of day to check in on the news, what are the newest developments, but limiting that, especially if you're finding that it's spiking your anxiety. And finally, the biggest thing that I, I encourage people to do is find a way that gives you a sense of purpose. And in these times that are so unprecedented, people want to help. And how can you help? And, you know, maybe it is sewing masks or getting groceries for an elderly neighbor or just simply checking in on an elderly neighbor. You know, that helps people really feel like they can do something and that they, again, giving a sense of control. And as I stated earlier, that's the part that really contributes to our anxieties, that out-of-control feeling.
0: Absolutely. That's a great list. And thank you for sharing that with us. So I was taking notes, Dr. Brown. So number one, pay attention to your routine. Number two, eating and sleeping in a regular rotation, right? People working at home, schedules can get out of whack. So make sure you pay attention to eating right and sleeping Mm -hmm. well in regular patterns. Try to connect. Don't isolate. You're right. We can connect on FaceTime, Zoom, even a phone call, or like you say, snail mail. Get out there and exercise. Number four, we can go out of our homes. Of course, we do have to practice safe social distancing, but we can go in the backyard and exercise or just feel the sunshine, which feels great. Limit exposure to things that spike your anxiety. Number five, right? I know if I have the news on too long all day, I start to be like, oh my God, so good to shut the TV off and don't absorb all of the bad news that we hear coming out of new york and other places and then number six find ways to give you a sense of purpose so i love that list hopefully everybody jotted those notes down that's a great way to help manage our anxiety and stress during this unprecedented time so dr brown how should we adults talk to children about covid 19
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is a great question. And and I really think it's an important question because people typically take either the stance of overwhelming their kids with information or not telling them anything. And I really encourage parents, you set the tone for your child from the beginning. Your child is looking to you and you are the role model and they will follow with what you're doing, not necessarily what you're saying, but what you're doing. So if you're panicked and anxious and exhibiting those factors, it certainly will come across to your children. So the important thing is to stay calm. And then I just say, talk to your child. What do they already know about what's going on and why schools are closed? Why are all these big milestones canceled? Why can't they see grandma and grandpa, et cetera? And and that's a great jumping point for parents to utilize is to, to first just find out what your kiddo knows and ask them, and how are they feeling? And just do a check-in with them. And, of course, I am a fan of being honest and direct and providing accurate information, of course, in that developmentally appropriate language. So, it, you know, you want to share with them right information, accurate information, so we're not fueling any other anxieties. And then, just like with us adults, provide your kiddo with ways that they can feel in control because I, I imagine they probably are missing their friends from school and they are missing school to some degree. So it is important to, to provide them with some ways they can do it. And that's, you know, again, they can control washing their hands and, and you know, just calling, texting, connecting with their peers, however that might be. And, and of course, limiting their exposure to uh, TV, radio. And even the conversations that might be happening in your house, because kids can misconstrue information and and really twist it around in their brain. And, of course, that can spike their anxieties.
0: Mm -hmm. So I love what you said there. You set the tone. They won't necessarily listen to what you say, but they will follow your body language. And if you're feeling anxious, they're going to feel anxious. Right. So that's, that's a great tip. They will follow what you are doing. And then you say, talk to your child and ask them what they know about this and ask them how they're feeling, which is a great way to try to understand how you can help them if they are feeling anxious or not, and then provide them with ways they can feel in control. So by taking those steps, it should help give you a roadmap on how to talk to your child. Is that right?
1: That is so true. And that, that way they direct you and you will tap into the, the questions that they have and, and not necessarily giving them information or um, spiking anxieties by just going off of a monologue with them. You know, just saying, here's what's going on, X, Y, Z. And that way you can really customize it to your child. And of course, teenagers are different, you know, story in the sense of you're going to have to pry them out of their rooms. I'm sure they're depressed too, because they're missing their social connections and, and the different events that typically go on in late middle school, high school timeframe, and really just check in with them and, and, and prod them and a little bit more than you typically would do.
0: Mm -hmm. Great, great advice. So then for someone that is feeling anxious or is stressed out, or you were talking about depression earlier, when should a person seek professional help for stress and anxiety?
1: Well, I think initially, even if you're feeling this is uncomfortable for you and you feel like you need to talk about it in a safe place, it's often certainly helpful to verbalize what's going on in your, your mind. I call it the verbal processing that happens in therapy. And... Knowing that therapy is confidential, it can't go anywhere, so people can feel a little more safe sharing their vulnerability. So if you're feeling that way, it's okay to give us a call. But, of course, if you're feeling like your anxiety is becoming so intrusive that you can't think, you can't sleep, you can't eat, of course, give us a call. And, and, and absolutely, if there's any thoughts of wanting to harm yourself or anybody else, and those are definite, you know, don't pass go, immediately call someone and find out, you know, what sources of assistance there are available to you.
0: That makes sense. Well, Dr. Brown, this has really been informative. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy. We appreciate it. Thank you again. Oh, you're welcome. That's Dr. Melissa Brown. And for more information, please visit upmcpinnacle.com slash P-H-P-A. That's upmcpinnacle.com slash p-h-p-a. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Healthier You, a podcast from UPMC Pinnacle. I'm Bill Claproth. Thanks for listening.